Act Two of the Revenge's Tragedy by Thomas Middleton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One Vindici's House. Enter Castiza, the sister. How hardly shall that maiden be beset, whose only fortunes are her constant thoughts, that has no other child's part but her honour that keeps her low and empty in estate. Maids and their honours are like poor beginners. Were not sin rich, there would be fewer sinners. Why had not virtue a revenue? Well, I know the cause. T'would have impoverished hell. Enter Dondolo. How now, Dondolo? Madonna, there is one, as they say, a, a thing of flesh and blood, a man I take him by his beard, that would very desirously mouth to mouth with you. What's that? Show his teeth in your company. I understand thee not. Why, I uh, speak with you, Madonna. Why, say so, madman, and cut of a great deal of dirty way. Had it not been better spoke in ordinary words that one would speak with me? <laughs> That's as ordinary as two shillings. I would strive a little to show yourself in my place. A gentleman usher scorns to use the phrase in fancy of a serving man. Yours be your own, sir. Go direct him hither. Exit Dondolo. I hope some happy tidings from my brother, that lately travelled, whom my soul affects. Enter Vindici, her brother, disguised as Piato. Here he comes. Giving her a jewel. Lady, the best of wishes to your sex. Fair skins and new gowns. Oh, they shall thank you, sir. Whence this? Oh, from a dear and worthy friend, mighty. From whom? The duke's son. Receive that. A boxetier to her brother. I swore I'd put anger in my hand and pass the virgin limits of myself to him that next appeared in that base office to be his sin's attorney. Bear to him that figure of my hate upon thy cheek, whilst tis yet hot, and I'll reward thee for it. Tell him my honour shall have a rich name when several harlots shall share his with shame. Farewell. Commend me to him in my hate. Exit. It is the sweetest box that e'er my nose came nigh, the finest drawn-work cuff that e'er was worn. I'll love this blow for ever, and this cheek shall still henceforward take the wall of this. Oh, I'm above my tongue! Most constant sister, in this thou hast right honourable shown. Many are called by their honour that have none. Thou art approved for ever in my thoughts. It is not in the power of words to taint thee. And yet, for the salvation of my oath, as my resolve in that point, I will lay hard siege unto my mother, though I know a siren's tongue could not bewitch her so. Enter Gratiana. Aside. Mass fitly here she comes. Thanks, my disguise. Madam, good afternoon. You're welcome, sir. The next of Italy commends him to you. Our mighty expectation, the Duke's son. I think myself much honoured that he pleases to rank me in his thoughts. So may you, lady. One that is like to be our sudden Duke. The crown gapes for him every tide, and then commander o'er us all. Do but think on him, how blessed were they now that could pleasure him, e'en with anything almost. Ay, save their honour. 
tut one would let a little of that go too and ne'er be seen in't ne'er be seen in't mark you i'd wink and let it go marry but i would not marry but i would i hope i know you would too if you'd that blood now which you gave your daughter to her indeed this wheel comes about that man that must be all this perhaps ere morning for his white father does but mould away has long desired your daughter desired nay but hear me he desires now that will command hereafter therefore be wise i speak as more a friend to you than him madam i know you're poor and lack the day there are too many poor ladies already why should you vex the number tis despised live wealthy rightly understand the world and chide away that foolish country girl keeps company with your daughter chastity oh fie fie the riches of the world cannot hire a mother to such a most unnatural task no but a thousand angels can men have no power angels must work you to it the world descends into such base-born evils that forty angels can make fourscore devils there will be fools still i perceive still fools would i be poor dejected scorned of greatness swept from the palace and see other daughters spring with the dew of the court having mine own so much desired and loved by the duke's son no i would raise my state upon her breast and call her eyes my tenants i would couch my yearly maintenance upon her cheeks take coach upon her lip and all her part should keep men after men and i would ride in pleasure upon pleasure you took great pains for her once when it was let her requite it now though it be but some you brought her forth she may well bring you home oh heavens this overcomes me aside not i hope already it is too strong for me men know that know us we are so weak their words can overthrow us he touched me nearly made my virtues bait when his tongue struck upon my poor estate aside i e'en quake to proceed my spirit turns edge i fear me she's unmothered yet i'll venture that woman is all male whom none can enter what think you now lady speak are you wiser what said advancement to you thus it said the daughter's fall lifts up the mother's head did it not madam but i'll swear it does in many places this age fears no man tis no shame to be bad because tis common ay that's the comfort on it aside the comfort on't giving gold i keep the best for last can these persuade you to forget heaven and ay these are they aside oh that enchant our sex these are the means that govern our affections that woman will not long be troubled with the mother long that sees the comfortable shine of you i blush to think what for your sakes i'll do aside o oh, suffering heaven 
with thy invisible finger e'en at this instant turn the precious side of both mine eyeballs inward not to see myself look you sir Hala, giving him gold let this thank your pains oh you are kind madam i'll see how i can move nor words will sting if she still be chaste i'll ne'er call her mine aside spoke truer than you meant it enter castiza daughter castiza madam oh she's yonder meet her aside troops of celestial soldiers guard her heart your dam has devils enough to take her part madam what makes you evil office man in presence of you why he lately brought immodest writing sent from the duke's son to tempt me to dishonourable act dishonourable act good honourable fool that wouldst be honest cause thou wouldst be so producing no one reason but thy will and it has a good report prettily commended but pray by whom mean people ignorant people the better sort i'm sure i cannot abide and by what rule should we square out our lives by our betters actions oh if thou knewest what twere to lose it thou would never keep it but there's a cold curse laid upon all maids whilst others clip the sun they clasp the shades virginity is paradise locked up you cannot come by yourselves without fee and twas decreed that man should keep the key deny advancement treasure the duke's son i cry you mercy lady i mistook you pray did you see my mother which way went you pray god i have not lost her aside prettily put by are you as proud to me as coy to him do you not know me now why are you she the world's so changed one shape into another it is a wise child now that knows her mother aside most right of faith i owe your cheek my hand for that presumption now but i'll forget it come you shall leave these childish haviors and understand your time fortunes flow to you what will you be a girl if all fear drowning that spy waves ashore gold would grow rich and all the merchants poor it is a pretty saying of a wicked one but methinks now it does not show so well out of your mouth better in his aside faith bad enough in both were i in earnest as i'll seem no less i wonder lady your own mother's words cannot be taken nor stand in full force tis honesty you urge what's honesty tis but heaven's beggar and what woman is so foolish to keep honesty and be not able to keep herself no times are grown wiser and will keep less charge a maid that has small portion now intends to break up house and live upon her friends how blessed are you you have happiness alone others must fall to thousands you to one sufficient in himself to make your forehead dazzle the world with jewels and petitionary people start at your presence oh if i were young i should be ravished i to lose your honour slid how can you lose your honour to deal with my lord's grace he'll add more honour to it by his title your mother will tell you how that i will oh think upon the pleasure of the palace secured ease and state the stirring meats ready to move out of the dishes that e'en now quicken when they're eaten banquets abroad by torchlight music sports 
bare-headed vassals that had ne'er the fortune to keep on their own hats, but let horns wear em, nine coaches waiting. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ay, to the devil! Aside. Ay, to the devil! To the duke, by my faith! Ay, to the duke, daughter! You'd scorn to think, and the devil and you were there once. True. Foremost there are as proud as he for his heart of faith. Who'd sit at home in a neglected room, dealing her short-lived beauty to the pictures that are as useless as old men, when those poorer in face and fortune than herself walk with a hundred acres on their backs, fair meadows cut into green foreparts? Oh, it was the greatest blessing ever happened to women when farmers' sons agreed and met again to wash their hands and come up gentlemen. The commonwealth has flourished ever since. Lands that were meet by the rod that labours spared, tailors ride down and measure em by the yard. Fair trees, those comely foretops of the field, are cut to maintain head-tires, much untold. All thrives but chastity. She lies a-cold. Nay, shall I come nearer to you? Mark but this. Why are there so few honest women, but because tis the poor profession? That's accounted best that's best followed, least in trade, least in fashion, and that's not honesty. Believe it, and do but note the low and dejected price of it. Lose but a pearl, we search and cannot brook it, but that once gone, who is so mad to look it? Troth, he says true. False! I defy you both. I have endured you with an ear of fire. Your tongues have struck hot irons on my face. Mother, come from that poisonous woman there. Where? Do you not see her? She's too inward, then. Slave, perish in thy office. You heavens, please henceforth to make the mother a disease, which first begins with me, yet I've outgone you. Exit. Aside. O oh, angels, clap your wings upon the skies, and give this virgin crystal plaudities. Peevish, coy, foolish, but return this answer. My lord shall be most welcome when his pleasure conducts him this way. I will sway mine own. Women with women can work best alone. Indeed, I'll tell him so. Exit. O oh, more uncivil! more unnatural than those base-titled creatures that look downward. Why does not heaven turn black, or with a frown unto the world? Why does not earth start up and strike the sins that tread upon't? Oh, were't not gold and women there would be no damnation. Hell would look like a lord's great kitchen without fire in't. But twas decreed before the world began, that they should be the hooks to catch at man. Exit. Scene two. The palace. Enter Lusorioso with Hippolito, Vindici's brother. I much applaud thy judgment. Thou art well read in a fellow, and tis the deepest art to study man. I know this, which I never learnt in schools. The world's divided into knaves and fools. Aside. Knave in your face, my lord, behind your back. And I much thank thee that thou hast preferred a fellow of discourse, well mingled, and whose brain-time hath seasoned. True, my lord. We shall find season once, I hope. Oh, villain, to make such an unnatural slave of me! But 
Enter Vindici, disguised as Piato. Mass, here he comes. Aside. And now shall I have free leave to depart. Your absence. Lead us. Aside. Are not my thoughts true? I must remove, but, brother, you may stay. Heart, we are both made bods a new-found way. Exit. Now we're an even number. A third man's dangerous, especially her brother. Say, be free. Have I a pleasure toward? Oh, my lord. Ravish me in thine answer. Art thou rare? Hast thou beguiled her of salvation, and rubbed hell o'er with honey? Is she a woman? In all but in desire. Then she's nothing. I bate in courage now. The words I brought might well have made indifferent honest naught. A right good woman in these days is changed into white money with less labour far. Many a maid has turned to Mahomet with easier working. I durst undertake unto the pawn and forfeit of my life with half those words to flat a Puritan's wife, but she is close and good. Yet tis a doubt by this time. Oh, the mother, the mother! I never thought their sex had been a wonder until this minute. What fruit from the mother? Aside. Now must I blister my soul, be forsworn, or shame the woman that received me first. I will be true. Thou livest not to proclaim. Spoke to a dying man, shame has no shame. My lord. Who's that? Here's none but I, my lord. What would thy haste utter? Comfort. Welcome. The maid, being dull, having no mind to travel into unknown lands, what did me straight but set spurs to the mother? Golden spurs will put her to a false gallop in a trice. Is't possible that in this the mother should be damned before the daughter? No, oh, that's good manners, my lord. The mother, for her age, must go foremost, you know. Thou spokes that true. But where comes in this comfort? In a fine place, my lord. The unnatural mother did with her tongue so hard beset her honour, that the poor fool was struck to silent wonder. Yet still the maid, like an unlighted taper, was cold and chaste, save that her mother's breath did blow fire on her cheeks. The girl departed, but the good ancient madam half-mad threw me these promising words, which I took deeply note of. My lord shall be most welcome. Faith, I thank her. When his pleasure conducts him this way. That shall be soon, if faith. I will sway mine own. She does the wiser I commend her for it. Women with women can work best alone. By this light and so they can. Give them their due, men are not comparable to them. No, that's true. For you shall have one woman knit more in an hour than any man can ravel again in seven and twenty year. Now my desires are happy. I'll make em free men now. Thou art a precious fellow. Faith, I love thee. Be wise and make it thy revenue. Beg, leg, what office couldst thou be ambitious for? Office, my lord. Marry, if I might have my wish, I would have one that was never begged yet. Nay, then thou canst have none. Yes, my lord. I could pick out another office yet. Nay, and keep a horse and drab upon't. Prithee, good bluntness, tell me. Why, I would desire but this, my lord, to have all the fees behind the arras, and all the farthingales that fall plump about twelve o'clock at night upon the rushes. Thou art a mad apprehensive knave. 
Dost think to make any great purchase of that? Oh, it is an unknown thing, my lord. I wonder it has been missed so long. Well, this night I'll visit her, and tis till then a year in my desires. Farewell. Attend. Trust me with thy preferment. My loved lord. Exit. Oh, shall I kill him o' the wrong side now? No. Sword, thou wast never a backbiter yet. I'll pierce him to his face. He shall die looking upon me. Thy veins are swelled with lust. This shall unfill him. Great men were gods if beggars could not kill him. Forgive me, heaven, to call my mother wicked. O oh, lessen not my days upon the earth. I cannot honour her. By this I fear me her tongue has turned my sister into use. I was a villain not to be forsworn to this our lecherous hope, the duke's son, for lawyers, merchants, some divines, and all count beneficial perjury a sin small. It shall go hard yet, but I'll guard her honour, and keep the port sure. Enter Hippolito. Brother, how goes the world? I would know news of you, but I have news to tell you. What in the name of knavery? Knavery? Faith, this vicious old duke's worthily abused. The pen of his bastard writes him cuckold. His bastard? Pray believe it. He and the duchess by night meet in their linen. They have been seen by stairfoot panders. Oh, sin, foul and deep. Great faults are winked at when the duke's asleep. Enter Spiorio and his two servants, one whispering to him. See, see, here comes the Spurio. Monstrous Luxer! Unbraced, two of his valiant bawds with him. Oh, there's a wicked whisper. Hell is in his ear. Stay, let's observe his passage. They retire. Oh, but are you sure on't? My lord, most sure on't. For twas spoke by one that is most inward with the duke's son's lust, that he intends within this hour to steal unto Hippolito's sister, whose chaste life the mother has corrupted for his use. Sweet world, sweet occasion. Faith then, brother, I'll disinherit you in as short time as I was when I was begot in haste. I'll damn you at your pleasure precious deed after your lust oh twill be fine to bleed come let our passing out be soft and wary exeunt spurio and servants mark there there that step now to the duchess this their second meeting writes the duke cuckold with new additions his horns newly revived Night thou that looks like funeral herald's fees torn down betimes o' the morning thou hankst fitly to grace those sins that have no grace at all now tis full sea abed over the world there's juggling of all sides some that were maids e'en at sunset are now perhaps o' the toll book this woman in a modest thin apparel lets in her friend by water here a dame cunning nails leather hinges to a door to avoid proclamation now cuckolds are a-coining apace 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 and careful sisters spin that thread i the night that does maintain them and their bawds in the day 
You flow well, brother. Huh. I'm shallow yet, too sparing and too modest. Shall I tell thee? If every trick were told that's dealt by night, there are few here that would not blush outright. I am of that belief, too. Enter Lusorioso. Aside to Hippolito. Who's this comes? The Duke's son up so late. Brother, fall back, and you shall learn some mischief. My good lord. Pieto, why, the man I wished for. Come, I do embrace this season for the fittest to taste of that young lady. Aside. Heart and hell. Aside. Damned villain. Aside. I had no way now to cross it but to kill him. Come, only thou and I. Uh, my lord, uh, my lord. Why dost thou start us? I'd almost forgot. The bastard. What of him? This night, this hour, this minute, now. What, what? Shadows the Duchess. Horrible word. And like strong poison eats into the Duke your father's forehead. Oh! He makes horn royal. Most ignoble slave. This is the fruit of two beds. I am mad. That passage he trod warily. He did? And hushed his villains every step he took. His villains? I'll confound them. Take him finely, finely now. The Duchess's chamber door shall not control me. Exant Lusorioso and Vindici. Good, happy, swift. There's gunpowder in the court, wildfire at midnight in this heedless fury. He may show violence to cross himself. I'll follow the event. Exit. Scene three, the Duke's bedchamber. The Duke and Duchess are discovered in bed. Lusorioso and Vindici enter again, with Hippolito following. Where is that villain? Softly, my lord, and you may take him twisted. I care not how. Oh, twill be glorious to kill him doubled when they're heaped. Be soft, my lord. Away, my spleen is not so lazy. Thus and thus I'll shake their eyelids open, with my sword shut them again forever. He draws his sword and approaches the bed. Villain! Strop it! You, upper guard, defend us. Treason! Treason! Oh, take me not in sleep. I have great sins. I must have days, nay, months, dear son, with penitential heaves, to lift them out and not to die unclear. Oh, thou wilt kill me both in heaven and here. I am amazed to death. Nay, villain traitor, worse than the foulest epithet, now I'll gripe thee e'en with the nerves of wrath, and throw thy head amongst the lawyers. Guard! Enter nobles and sons, Ambitioso and Supervacchio, with guards. How comes the quiet of your grace disturbed? This boy that should be myself after me would be myself before me, and in heat of that ambition bloodily rushed in intending to depose me in my bed duty and natural loyalty forfend he called his father villain and me strumpet a word that i abhor to file my lips with that was not so well done brother i am abused i know there's no excuse can do me good aside to hippolito tis now good policy to be from sight his vicious purpose to our sister's honour is crossed beyond our thought Aside to Vindici. You little dreamt his father slept here. Aside to Hippolito. No, oh, it was far beyond me. But since it fell so, 
without frightful word, would he had killed him, t'would have eased our swords. Be comforted, our Duchess, he shall die. The Duchess exits as the guards seize Lusorioso. Vindici and Hippolito dissemble a flight. Where's this slave panda now? Out of mine eye guilty of this abuse. Enters Biorioso with his villains, to one side. You are villains, fablers. You have knaves' chins and harlots' tongues. You lie, and I will damn you with one meal a day. Oh, good, my lord. Sblood you shall never sup. Oh, I beseech you, sir. To let my sword catch cold so long and miss him. Truth, my lord, twat his intent to meet there heart he's yonder ha what news here is the day out of the socket that it is noon at midnight the court up how comes the guard so saucy with his elbows the bastard here nay then the truth of my intent shall out my lord and father hear me bear him hence i can with loyalty excuse Excuse? To prison with the villain, death shall not long lag after him. Aside. Good, ye faith, then tis not much amiss. To ambitioso and supervacio, aside. Brothers, my best release lies on your tongues. I pray persuade for me. It is our duties. Make yourself sure of us. We'll sweat in pleading. And I may live to thank you. Excellent. Lusorioso and guards. Aside. No, thy death shall thank me better. He's gone. I'll after him and know his trespass, seem to bear a part of all his ills, but with a Puritan heart. Exit with servants. Aside to Supervacchio. Now, brother, let our hate and love be woven so subtly together that in speaking one word for his life we may make three for his death. The craftiest pleader gets most gold for breath. Aside to Ambitioso. Set on, I'll not be far behind you, brother. Is it possible a son should be disobedient as far as the sword? It is the highest he can go no farther. My gracious lord, take pity. Pity, boys? Nay, we'd be loath to move your grace too much. We know the trespass is unpardonable, black wicked and unnatural in a son oh monstrous yet my lord a duke's soft hand strokes the rough head of law and makes it lie smooth but my hand shall ne'er do it that as you please my lord we must needs confess some father would have entered into hate so deadly pointed that before his eyes he would have seen the execution sound without corrupted favour but my lord your grace may live the wonder of all times in pardoning the defence which never it had feast to beg a pardon honey how's this forgive him good my lord he is your own son and i must needs say twas the will dear done he's the next heir yet this true reason gathers none can possess that disposes their fathers but merciful aside Here's no stepmother's wit. I'll try em both upon their love and hate. Be merciful, although 
You have prevailed. My wrath, like flaming wax, hath spent itself. I know twas but some peevish moon in him. Go, let him be released. Aside to Ambitioso. Swats, how now, brother? Your grace doth please to speak beside your spleen. I would it were so happy. I go, release him. Oh, my good lords, I know the fault's too weighty, and full of general loathing. Too inhuman, rather by all men's voices worthy death. Tis true, too. Here, then, receive this signet. Doom shall pass. Direct it to the judges. He shall die ere many days. Make haste. All speed that may be. We could have wished his burthen not so sore. We knew your grace did but delay before. Exeunt, ambitioso and supervacio. Here's envy with a poor thin cover o'er it, like scarlet hid in lawn, easily spied through. This their ambition by the mother's side is dangerous, and for safety must be purged. I will prevent their envies. Sure it was but some mistaken fury in our son, which these aspiring boys would climb upon. He shall be released suddenly. Enter nobles. They kneel. Good morning to your grace. Welcome, my lords. Our knees shall take away the office of our feet forever, unless your grace bestow a father's eye upon the clouded fortunes of your son and in compassionate virtue grant him that which makes even mean men happy. Liberty. Aside. How seriously their loves and honors woo for that which I am about to pray them do. Rise, my lords, your knees sign his release. We freely pardon him. We owe your grace much thanks, and he much duty. Excellent, nobles. It well becomes that judge to nod at crimes that does commit greater himself and lives. I may forgive a disobedient error that expect pardon for adultery, and in my old days am a youth in lust. Many a beauty have I turned to poison in the denial, covetous of all. Age hot is like a monster to be seen. My hairs are white and yet my sins are green exit end of act two